my God, this is Tracy Harrell, and this is Bigger Than Me. And you might be wondering, well, what happened to the other music? The song that we used to use was called Bigger Than Me by Leandra Johnson. Love, love, love that song. It's my theme song for my life, but it's a copyrighted song. So we really couldn't just keep using it, apparently. I thought, you know, there's something called, what is it called when you can use a, a clip of a song? Something? Fair use. Air use. So there's like a, you can use a short clip of a song, which is what we were doing. But when we post these videos on YouTube with that music, it kind of puts a copyright on the whole thing. And so, eh, nobody needs that. So I'm going to reach out to Leandra Johnson. And if you're watching, hey, uh, we want to bond with you and use your song. But we'll, in the meantime, did that sound like a Nathan, who's my producer, who loves me? What did you say when you heard this song? I said, Nathan, can you give us something? I need something. I knew you were going to like it so much that I didn't even tell you what it was going to be. I was just going to go right to playing it because it just screamed Tracy Harrell all over it. Hey, did you hear that female James Brown concept that was going on? That was really good. So thank you very much, Nathan. So you are watching Bigger Than Me. And Sarah, uh, can you give uh, can you give out the phone number? Sure. Our phone number is to call in, 425-373-5527. Can you give your email, too? Uh, one minute. You can give mine. My email, that won't help. Uh, Sarah, I can't find your email address, my dear. I want you to join us today. I'm having technical issues. So call the station if you can, and uh, Nathan will give you the stream yard to join us. So we're having some technical dis- uh, issues this today, uh, but... We're going to just do what we do, right? Bigger Than Me is all about helping you to live your best life. It really is about creating a space where we take research. Just well-known facts. I feel like it's a giveaway. It's a gift to the universe. Like we know there's some age-old truths, ageless wisdom that we know about when it comes to being successful in life. And so what we do with Bigger Than Me is we bring on people and we just tell stories, we bring you information because we want you to live your best life. So when I say it's bigger than me, I mean it's bigger than me. But together it's not bigger than us. I don't even know where I'm looking, Nathan. Is it here or here? Okay, thank you. Okay, so what I love about today's show is we're going to do three things. Some people are going to join us when the universe says that is appropriate. (laughs) When they're able to join, if they're able to join, and if not, what I'm going to do today is we're going to talk about three things. First, Bigger Than Me Diversity. Bigger Than Me Diversity is the first segment. It's really a a leadership journey. I I am a coach. I've been a success coach for a while. I started three years ago, I started a series called the Bigger Than Me Success Series. But I've not been a certified success coach until now. So what I am doing is I get to now up-level everything I've been doing and take it to a whole nother level. I'm actually being certified through Success Magazine, which is the oldest, oldest, uh, most um, appreciated, well-known, highly uh, acclaimed magazine in the area of success. Personal empowerment, professional development, all the things that we want. And so I'm being certified by Success Magazine. So there's a whole community of success coaches. How perfect is that? If I'm, a success, <laughs> if I, if I'm leading a series called the Bigger Than Me Success Series, and now I'm going to be a certified success coach, it's pretty exciting. And what this really is about is me being able to, to take 
what I've been doing and really up level it. You know, they say you are the product of the five people that you spend the most time with. So shouldn't I be spending time with success coaches that are even more successful? So what the show is about is really you helping you to be more successful. And what coaches do is all we do is talk. We connect with you. We help you to live your best life. And part of that struggle today is the conversation around leadership. So Bigger Than Me Diversity is the first topic we're going we're gonna, to uh, address today. The second topic is actually going to be called Bigger Than Me Diversity. And I'm being very clear about my segments. Bigger Than Me, my destiny. It's very aligned with diversity because my destiny is to help people with this space around leadership and living their best life. But my destiny is also about you living out your destiny. It's about you living out your dreams, being successful in whatever goals you've identified or things you've longed for. My destiny is about how do you achieve your destiny. So I'm super excited about that. Bigger than me, living free. I'm kind of combining that. It really was meant to be a separate segment, and it will be in the future starting in January. But if you think about my destiny and my living free, it's this idea of health and wellness. One of the things that these success coaches did, I'm picking up the book because it says success coaching certification. Um, it's my way of holding and hugging my, my, my people, right? Uh, but what they did for me day one is they helped me to realize that I have to take my level of activation, my level of personal accountability to a whole nother galactic level of excellence. As a success coach, I can't have areas in my life where I'm not also pursuing success, pursuing betterment, optimization. And so one of the things I'm doing is losing weight. So if you see right here, there's some, I call these my success sacks. Can I lean out? That's just a fact. <laughs> Thanks, Nathan. <laughs> He's like, let me, let me pull out for you, Tracy. They're obvious from a distance. There you go, people. So <laughs> thank you, Nathan. Hold on. Let me let me talk a little bit about uh, living free. These are my success sacks. And so if you didn't know that they were real, they really are real. And what's exciting about it, it's like the perfect, you know, when you have a before and after picture. I got to have this. People are not going to believe how when, I, when this turns into a six pack, you're not going to believe that I ever had this success sack. But I do. So thank you. Thank you, Nathan. <laughs> Oh, my God. He loves me, don't you? <laughs> He's laughing. <laughs> so I called it a success sack because, as I mentioned in the past, young Tracy, first grade Tracy, she actually thought that, isn't she adorable? This is first grade Tracy. She's, she'll be my guest for today <laughs> since no one else could get on. First grade Tracy, look how adorable she is. She was missing her two front teeth. Is that a cutie or what? <laughs> First grade, Tracy remembered having to eat food that she didn't like. And she used to say, when I grow up, I'm going to be able to eat whatever I want, whenever I want it. <laughs> she was a bit of a brat. <laughs> she was pouty when she had to do things she didn't like. She was a straight-A student, so she didn't often have to do things she didn't like. She was a brat, you know, you know in, in that sense. And so I say that because if, if in my head I actually believe being able to eat whatever I want whenever I want is the definition of success, if I actually believe that that is what, how I reward myself for being good, for doing good, for helping others, that's what I thought up until now, people. So even though the weight has not completely 
uh, is that mostly, probably has not at all been released. I'm going to do a live way and it may have even gone up, but that's okay too. Matter of fact, I'm going to go ahead and do that now. So then the rest of the show, maybe when others can join, um, Nathan, I'm going to have you be a witness. So come up here and, and, and see what it is. So guys, the reason this is important is because the number probably went up, but what accountability says is who cares? I still got to weigh in live. Oh, thank you. I still have to weigh in live because I said I would. Um, and Nathan has to come over here and be a witness. Damn, Nathan. Nathan. <laughs> it's moving. Let me just stop moving. Come on. Come over here. So it doesn't matter what the scale says because the truth is I'm already a winner. Can you come see the number? Can you come see? So, oh, okay, I'll do it again. You got to come fast. So I'm already successful. So let me tell you what I did thanks to my success coaches. I have worked out three days in a row which for me is a miracle, more than I have in three years. What's the number? Okay, he's coming back to, to do the broadcast. 300.8. Oh, boy, that's about 0.7 pounds higher than it was last week, <laughs> I think. So it's okay. That means the numbers haven't gone down yet, and that's okay because there was something that they said. <laughs> Success is a journey, right? <laughs> it's a journey. Doesn't mean I'm not working the process because I am. I worked out three times in a row and I decided I'm going to work out every day, at least five times a week, uh, for 30 minutes a day, online, live, live on my Facebook channel. And I've done it for three days. And let me tell you why that's so important, because success is showing up for yourself. Success really is deciding that you are going to be there for yourself. Success is saying, deciding what your big goal is. And for me, it's helping other people. So I wasn't working out because that was kind of boring and who wants to work out? And I hate sweating. At least that's what I used to say. Now I really like sweating. My hair actually likes it when I sweat too. For some reason, it gets curlier. So I'm now loving a good sweat. So what the guy at Success told me three days ago, he asked me the question. He said, so tell me about um, your big goal. What would you like to do in 2022? I said, well, I need to release about 100 pounds. He said, what is it going to take for you to do that? And I said, well, I need to get on that machine over there um, at least 30 minutes a day, five days a week. He said, and so why aren't you doing that? And I said, uh, you know, I don't like sweating and I know I'm busy. And he's like, but... So if we talked a little bit about your your um, goal, your success goal, what you deem as your dream, one of your dreams, something that gets you super excited, what would that be? And I said, well, I'm on the TED Talk stage, and I'm talking about, you know, my internationally best-selling books. I have three, but my own, right, books that, that, that talk about the work that I'm doing as it relates to equity and inclusion and how I'm connecting that work with my own personal journey of weight loss. And he said, oh, really? Tell me about that. I was like, well, the, the same principles that apply to success, to being successful at any goal, applies no matter what the objective is. So he said, so, so, so you're going to use your personal journey to help others. And helping others is what really motivates you. I was like, yeah, that's exactly right. He said, so. Sounds like, uh, so basically he didn't even say anything else. So I was like, sounds like I need to be getting on that machine. He said, hmm, you tell me. <laughs> Sounds like I need to get on that machine. The reason he made me talk it out is because when you author it, you own it. He didn't say you need to be getting your 300-pound stuff on that machine, girl, if you're trying to lose, release some weight. 
Because I would have been like, yeah, I probably should. But when you author it, you own it. So I had to author that. I authored that for myself, and it was so freeing. It was like, guess what? <laughs> guess what I'm going to do? So I'm making another declaration, right? And I did that on Facebook. Now I'm doing it right here, live on the radio, whether we're doing this show live or not, because right now I'm sponsored through January. I'm not quite sure what's going to happen after that, FYI. But if you go to my Facebook, you can find me. And I'm also going to start doing LinkedIn Lives as well. Um, the workouts are just going to be on Facebook. LinkedIn is going to be more professional presentations around success. But while I'm working out, I'm going to be talking about success. I'm going to be talking about what makes me successful, what will make you successful. I'm reading from this manual. I'm talking about other books I've read. I'm also going to play music. I'll have some times where it'll just be music and we'll be listening to music. But I'll do that every day for 30 minutes. I just wanted to put that out there into the universe. Um, Nathan, has anyone else joined us? Well, I'll just keep keep working it out. Okay, so. Oh, okay, perfect. Thank you. So what's super exciting uh, here, can you take my phone and find Sarah, please, in Facebook and give her this information? Uh, remember Blonde Sarah? She wrote, she and I wrote in, in this book together. You know what I'm talking about. Sarah, 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 Sarah. Oh, two, three. <coughs> I better not broadcast my password on, on the radio. Um, thank you, sir. Thank you. We were messaging on Facebook. She's in Australia. So if you can find her, that would be great. Okay, so, uh, and then there's a Steph, Dr. Stephanie Wynn. She was also supposed to be on, um, and that's all I can say. So, and then Lamar White, Dr. Lamar White. So I had three doctors, two doctors and, a, and a, someone from Australia that were, were confirmed to be on today. So lots of technical issues. So what I am excited to share with you today is that as a success coach, as a certified success coach, what I'm now going to do is to put my personal business out there, my personal journey out there to show people how it can be done, how basically you find something that you love, that you want to do, that, that aligns with your values, and you just do it. You just take action. And it sounds easier than it is, but I've worked out. Last night, I literally woke up at midnight. It was around 11.50, and I hadn't worked out. And I, and I full disclosure, I was preparing for this other event that I'm doing, uh, that we're leading on Thursday. We're going to talk about that right now. Um, I was preparing for that event. I posted it on Facebook. It's a beautiful flyer, which Nathan is about to show to you in a second. There's an amazing video that we're going to show with some leaders from the National Black NBA Association. I posted that video, too, on Facebook, and I posted it on LinkedIn. I put it on the, um, the I'm president of the National Black NBA Association, M for Masters in Business Administration, MBA, not NBA. So we posted it all uh, online, and I thought, okay, now, you know, I need for people to see that event that's going to be this Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific time, 6 p.m. Eastern time. And uh, you can go to our website, which is seattleblackmba.org um, or nbmba.org. You can go to the national site as well to find it. That's N for National Black, NB for National Black, MBA for Association, and then another A for, anyway, you got it. So. Uh, <laughs> what's super exciting is I got excited about, I almost talked myself out of the workout. I almost talked myself out of doing what I know would have helped me to be successful. But once you connect your true beliefs and your identity to that thing that you need to do, it was like, you can't, you, you can't talk yourself out. And I'm an expert at rationalizing workouts away, an expert. 
But it was like, but that's my dream. Like, I can't, like, not do the thing that's going to help other people. So I got up, and I just worked out, and it was so cool. It wasn't like I had to. I just wanted to. <laughs> How cool is that? So then my, my ask to you for this first few minutes of the show is to ask you to think about something you want to accomplish. Think about a goal that you want to accomplish in any area of your life. And as I pull this book back together, uh, what, what I love about this success coaching strategy is that they provide this coaching model. If I could put that here for you, right? It looks like a flower, but it really talks about these five areas of your life. Your purpose, so if, you, if it goes clockwise, right? So your purpose, put it like that. Uh, your purpose, wellness. Let me, let me slow down. The five areas are purpose, wellness, relationships, social, and business. Each of those five elements have two areas of focus that you can use to optimize your life. So basically what we do as coaches is we ask people to, to assess their life full circle, end to end, right? And these are the areas that represent most people's lives. So if you think about your purpose, the question is, where are you on a scale of 1 to 10 when, it's, when you think about spirituality? I'm pretty high up there. That's my top priority. Nothing's more, nothing is more important to me than my spirituality and my, my, my quest to be to, 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 for, for my creator to say well done. So I'm probably at 9.5 there. Growth and learning. So under the, the, the section of purpose, I think about growth and learning. Once again, I'm probably at 9.5 there. Like I, that's, that's what motivates me is really living my best life. Being my best, learning more, helping others to learn more and to do, do, to do their best. Wellness is the next area. And as it relates to health and fitness, I would rate myself probably uh, on a scale of 1 to 10. I talk about it a lot. So in theory, it's a, um, oh, can you send her the, um, she doesn't have the stream yard. Oh, okay, perfect. So yay. Okay, so um, uh, so as it relates to health and wellness or health and fitness, I rated myself a two because I don't eat a bunch of crap regularly. Like I don't sit around and eat Oreos and soda on a regular basis. So I'm not like a total crazy person, right? But I do reward myself with delicious things whenever I want to, at least I used to. Like I used to think, remember, that I should be able to eat what I want whenever I want. Now I think my body is a temple and I need to fuel it with healthy foods. So I've actually already changed my beliefs on that one. So I'm feeling pretty good about it now. Yes, you could be 300 pounds and feel like I'm about a six now. (laughs) Yes, already. Because I've decided, hey, I know what to eat. I know how to make better choices. I know that I should and I want to. I know how to drink water. This is good. I'm now getting on the working out 30 minutes a day, somehow being physically fit, and I want to. So I'm now a six that fast because my beliefs have changed, which means my actions can change. My feelings about it has changed. My thoughts, feelings, beliefs, and actions, they're all kind of moving in the right direction there. So I'm feeling pretty good. Now the weight is just going to come off. Like success for me is a mind game, and the weight is just going to come off. So you'll see, you'll see that happening shortly. The other thing under wellness is fun and recreation. Well, this is fun for me. (laughs) Can you imagine (laughs) talking to people, helping people out? This is truly fun for me. I'm going to have you close that blind out of the way because there's like a, oh, you can't miss it. Okay. 
Um, so uh, fun and recreation. I, 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 I'm, I'm pretty comfortable there. I have a garden. I have birds in the backyard, and so I'm, I, I definitely know how to connect with nature. That's kind of my, my main fun and, and recreation. Uh, and then, so, so again, I'm back to this wheel. This is super exciting. I'm doing the work for you, so you can do it yourself. So again, if the top section is purpose, focused on your spirituality and your growth and learning, and the second se- section is wellness, wellness, and under that is health, fitness. And fun and recreation. The guys, uh, you know, when you're doing a true self-assessment, you have to be honest, right? It's just between you and you. <laughs> you, me, myself, and I, as they say. So I had to be honest. I was pretty low. The next section was relationships. Love and then family and friends. And unfortunately, or fortunately, I don't know, but uh, ever since I, and I was already going down this path, right, because I'm writing a book called Are You Woke? W-O-K-E. Are you willing to optimize kind of everything? I've trademarked that term because I have an entire series of books that are being written, written, uh, and that's the, what they're called. Are you woke? W-O-K-E. Are you willing to optimize kind of everything? You heard it here first. So it's already gone to a trademark attorney. I'm super excited about it. And as I was writing, my honey knew that I was writing about it, and there were things about our relationship that just, we've been together for 14 years. He's an amazing individual, but, you know, I was expressing concerns about A, B, and C, mostly transparency. He's an English guy, half English, half Nigerian. He's an absolutely amazing gentleman. He's hot. He's nice. He's sweet. He's super smart. All the things a woman would want. He's just not as transparent as I would like. So much so that he's in South Africa right now, and I don't know his address. Unacceptable. Can you give me a sound effect? So I broke up with him. Give me some applause. Yay. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. So I ended the relationship, not because he's not amazing, but because if I had to be honest with myself about my love relationship, come on. If I'm coaching somebody and they told me that you don't know where your honey is, you couldn't, you don't have his address or know his mother's, you know, come on, family's information. Tracy, it would, there would be no question what I would tell someone else. So can I really live my life? (laughs) no 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 no. so that was basically it like being a success coach has a different level of accountability so we'll keep moving uh so under relationship is love and family and again he's wonderful full disclosure the love part of me breaking up with him after 14 years is affecting my health and wellness part because at one point i thought i may need a hagen moment i really don't ice cream is not going to help me get over this i need to feel my feelings i cried on my way to church today um, but celebrated on my way home, you know, like I'm, I'm going to go through some emotions about it and feelings about it, but I know the right thing to do is the right thing to do, right? I'm doing exactly what I was supposed to do. So it's all good. I'll keep moving. I see somebody coming on, which is going to be awesome, but I'll keep going. Uh, so assess your relationship. The next part of that is family and friends. And I've been so blessed. I'm probably at a 10.10 on that one, on the scale of one to 10, because I have some friends who love me who who talked to me about this kind of breakup and said, hey, it's okay to cry. You always try to be so strong and you are a, a nice person, but, you know, it's okay to cry. So uh, it just so happens, I think Dr. Wynn is a relationship coach, so we'll come back to that one. I don't need any coaches. I'm feeling pretty good, but, but we'll talk about it and help others hopefully on a journey. But the choices that I've made are really for me to make sure I'm holding myself accountable and holding the people around me accountable as well, right? So the next area is social, environmental, and community. Everything I do is for others. My show is called Bigger Than Me. 
because I'm doing this work to change the status quo, to change the community, to change the system, to change everyone who's involved. This is all about making sure that we can help and create a new landscape, a new normal, higher levels of awareness, action, and accountability in business and leadership. That's what my community involvement is all about. And then if I think about business, so work and money and finance, that's the last, that's the blue pedal. So if you look here, again, you got purpose, um, you have wellness, you have relationships, you have social, and then you have at the very top business. So you think about those areas of your life and assess yourself on a scale of one to 10. And when it comes to work and business, I'm doing what I love. There's a, there's a Japanese term that's called ikigai. Let me know when Miss Dr. Stephanie's ready. Um, so there, there's a Japanese term called ikigai, I-K-I-G-A-I. Look that up. And basically, it's this concept of saying you have reached your perfection in life when you find the thing that you love to do, something that you do well, where there's a need in the universe and where you can get paid. So what I've been doing for the past few years since I left corporate America, again, I spent 25 years being successful in corporate America. Eight years at IBM, working both domestic and international, New York, North Carolina, Mexico City, Rio, Brazil, South Florida. And then I worked 14 years at Disney, all in Florida. And then I moved from Florida to um, Seattle for Microsoft. And I worked for Microsoft for five years. And since I left Microsoft, I became an international bestseller. And I am worked a lot in nonprofits. Nonprofits, I'm not making any money. I literally cashed in my 401k from from Microsoft to finance this part of the work. Like I had work to do, things I wanted to do. That's the reason I'm able able to get a bunch of books out now really quickly because I have a lot of, done all the research. I got all the people, right? I've done thousands of interviews. So I feel pretty good about next steps. Let me know when Dr., who is that? Is that Dr. Wynn? That's Adam Diba. Oh, it's a D. Okay, okay. So Adam, so Adam Diva will come on, and um, for Africans on the East Side, will come on in about fifteen minutes. Yay! So um, I will keep moving. Thank you very much. So, what the ask for you all is is to think about each area of your life and decide how and if you want to join. So, oh, Sarah made it on. Great. So while Sarah's getting her act together, or she's getting technically on, I'm going to have you play the video. The five-minute video of some leaders that I am affiliated with, with as, as it relates to the National Black NBA Association. So we'll call this Bigger Than Me Diversity. Go ahead and kick off the Bigger Than Me Diversity. Do you have that information? Hello, this is Tracy Harrell. I'm president of the Seattle chapter of the National Black NBA Association. I'm also president of It's All Bigger Than Me Consulting. And Joe has been a part of some amazing sessions we've done. This is Joe Handy, our national president. And we're focused on equity and inclusion. If any organization can make systemic change, it's the National Black NBA Association. So I'm going to have each of these amazing people introduce themselves and tell us why is equity and inclusion so important and what are we going to do? What are you ready to do as a, as a leader of the National Black NBA Association? We'll start with you, Joe. My name is Joe Handy. I'm president and CEO of the National Black NBA Association, as Tracy stated. Uh, Tracy and I have a long history of having conversations about this very topic. And one of the things that we see that resonates within our community is the need to be able to have a voice for our community and the need to have people, companies in particular, 
live beyond a hashtag and show that there is focus and emphasis in what they're doing beyond what they're saying. So instead of just putting a plaster on their website, we want to see where those dollars are going. We want to ensure that they're going into serving our community as was stated in public statements. So we want to make sure that we're holding them accountable and creating a scorecard of where they were then and where they are now. So we're looking at developing all of those processes and having them in place to ensure that diversity, equity, and inclusion is not just something that they're talking about, but it's actually something that they're doing and they're feeding. So you're a chapter president and you're part of the board. So I'm a former chapter president for Memphis, but hi, my name is Leslie Coleman. I am vice president, chief diversity officer for Nutrien, and I'm also chair of the HR committee for the board of directors for the National Black MBA. Super excited to be here. Of course, diversity means a whole lot to me. Um, but one of the things that one of our folks said on our spotlight was talking about a culture of care. That's what the National Black MBA provides to all of our members and also folks who are constituents and colleagues of the National Black MBA. Super excited that we allow people to bring their whole selves to conference and also give them confidence in bringing and taking their whole selves to work. Glad to be here. Yes. Hello, I'm Donald Comer and I am the chair of the National Board of Directors of the National Black MBA Association. A long time, lifetime member, and I'm excited to be here this morning. Diversity and inclusion is what we're all about. We are unapologetically black, and it is our mission to make sure that we advance the causes that, that enrich lives for people of color and those who look like us. Uh, I am uh, totally invested in HBCUs, and I love what the national organization is able to do to move forward the agenda in that particular space. When you look at the span of, of a career, it's uh, learning, earning, and returning. And we want to touch at every phase of that. We want to grow, we want to develop people, we want to enrich the lives of HBCU students. So we want to balance the scale, give them an equal place at the, starting, at the start of a race, and then propel them to compete and be successful. I love it. We have another board member with us today. Tell us who you are. Why, why is equity, why is inclusion even more important than equity? Diversity, because when they bring us in, they have to keep us. Tell us talk about inclusion. Sir. My name is Cassius Butts. I'm a former White House official with the Obama administration. I'm currently Chief Strategy Officer for Global Leader Group. Uh, it is important for us to have inclusion uh, to be at the forefront of every conversation, particularly in today's time. Uh, the reason why the National Black MBA Association uh, has an emphasis on inclusion is because we have to have an even playing field to just to get ahead. There's no other place other than the National Black, uh, uh, which I like to call National Black. <laughs> I think we all like that. Can you like that? We all like that. We all like that. We all like that. It gives us the opportunity to really identify ourselves and also allow other folks who want the external side of our organization know who we are. Uh, this organization has uh, it's been around for over 50 years, and we want to make sure that people know that we, what we are about, what we have to offer. We have a life, a lot of professional opportunities, professional development initiatives that help corporate uh, endeavors of people who are looking to go into different endeavors and so it's important. Our board chair has been exemplifying that for a number of years. He's been dedicated to it. Our new CEO Joe Handy comes from the world of making sure certain that everyone has an opportunity for inclusion. No matter whether you're in Seattle, Washington, or Florida, or even right here in Chicago, Illinois. Mm. And by the way, we're in Chicago for the 43rd annual conference. The organization was founded here 52 years ago. So this is just the first of many conversations. We really are 
creating an inclusive environment where everyone can thrive. So there's more to come. Our theme is renew, refresh, and reset for this conference and for the year. So we want you to renew and reset your idea of what inclusion looks like. More to come. Thanks. <laughs>
Now, for people who this, they're going to watch this whole video later, thank you, Nathan, for sharing that. You can go to um, NB, so www.nb for National Black, and then go to MBA.org for M is in, you know, NB for National Black, MBA for Masters in Business Administration, another A for Association.org. Um, so you can go there and actually go to programming, and you'll see a link where you can register for that particular event. You can also go to SeattleBlackMBA.org. It should be there as well. Um, you can go to my Facebook. <laughs> it should be, the link should be there as well. But basically, we want people to realize it's just one session in a series, in a strategic initiative that's focused on change. So, Sarah, let me just talk to you again real quick. What you just talked about was this idea of uniting based on our similarities, Right. I think you and I have very similar mindsets as well. I've had you on the show before, and we've talked about how this concept of success. Did, I, did you hear that I'm going to be a certified success coach? Hmm. Right? Awesome. It's, it's a huge deal. But, but in theory, we both know, we already know that there are certain keys to being successful, right? We know that. There's certain things, ageless wisdoms, things that have worked for some people that don't work for other people, but there's certain things that we know work. So if I had to ask you, as it relates to life, I just equated me losing weight with an organization becoming more inclusive. Because, again, when you think about it, it's about changing your beliefs, changing your actions. It's about aligning to new goals. So we got three minutes, a couple minutes for you to just share really quickly before we go to our next segment called Africans on the East Side. But can you tell us what are those tips? What tip would you share with someone who is trying to achieve a goal, trying to be successful? What has worked for you? Wow. You know, and, and I think defining what successful means to you is the key factor, first of all, um, because we can be successful in certain areas of our lives. You know, for example, I'm a parent or in a career or in our environment, success can mean different things to different people. And so defining that and then taking the uncomfortable action. Um, one of the key priorities in our lives is to travel, to enjoy experiences and to have the experiences that make life worthwhile. And then put a plan together of how that can come about. Um, and so, you know, we've done things like my husband's quit his job and we've gone off and had these amazing experiences that have really added so much value to our life. Um, and it, not knowing what the future held, not knowing, mm. okay, we don't maybe have a regular income for the moment, but this is such a huge priority. And I think making, deciding what is a priority for you mm. as a person. I love it. And then making a plan and it does help like I'm so grateful that I have my husband as a support and having that support of somebody else and I don't think it has to be a, a partner it can be a friend it can be someone else who supports your vision who can help you take those steps forward is really important as well because whenever we're tackling something new it's going to feel uncomfortable and that. change does that so to have that supporter is is invaluable i love it i love it so it looks like we were going to go to uh to, to africans on the east side but i don't see adam in her chair anymore 
So we will get ready to go as soon as Adam Deba comes back and sits in her chair. Then we will come to Africans on the East Side. Um, and in the meantime, Sarah, what I wanted to do is ask if you had any words of wisdom from the book that you and I wrote in, Ignite Happiness. Oh, Adam's back. Adam's back. Okay. I'm not going to ask you a new question because I see Adam Deba just came back to her chair. So we're going to go ahead and transition. Sarah, thank you for joining us today. We'll have you back. We'll have you back for sure. Hopefully you can join us on Thursday. We'll definitely have you back. Um, And we're going to now transition to Africans Bigger Than Me with AOE. It's Africans on the East Side. It's time to move east. This is Bigger Than Me with AOE. How are you? Girl, you are so beautiful. You are so gorgeous. I'm good, thank you. We call you Queen Adam. Queen Adam. Give give us a, a close-up so it's just Adam on the screen so I can just see how gorgeous he is. Adam, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Well, you're looking beautiful. What did you what did good. you want to talk about? Did you hear what the lady just talked about when she said, you know, when you're trying to be successful with a thing, you first of all clarify what does success look like and then you get a team of people, you know, to support you on that journey. That's exactly what you did. You said mm-hmm. this is what success looks like and you have a team. Tell people about mm-hmm. AOE, Africans on the East Side and your your dream. What does success really look like to you? Um, I think I have Trista on the show. Is she on? Trista? Yeah. Trista? Trista comes on and she's dropping off, he said. She's coming on, oh. she's dropping off, she's coming on, she's dropping off. Okay. So she's not on yet. But when she comes on, we'll, we'll definitely bring her on. Yes. Okay. So um, what is AOE about? Like no, I so, said. So let's, let's talk real quick about not just what it's about, mm-hmm. but what does mm-hmm. success look like to you? So we, we talked a couple shows ago about what AOE is about. But what I'm saying is you have a vision and a dream. What does mm-hmm. success look like to you? And we're gonna I think success will look something very different with AOE. <clears throat> success looks like if I can touch each family that have struggle that um people don't understand and people don't value. If I can empower and touch those lives every single day, then I know that AOE is doing the right thing. I love it. Now, we also, when we think about success, and as soon as Trista comes on, we'll, we'll bring her on to the screen. When you think about success and you think about the future with AOE, like you came in on a mission. You're like, hey, these are some of the things we're going to do. What is the future? If you could describe, like, the perfect future, when you know you can put up your, you know, feet up on the chair for a little while and go on vacation somewhere when the work is done, what does success look like? How are people feeling? What, is that, what does that community look like and feel like? For you well i i always say that i'm i started here in the east side in bellevue and we go all over seattle but my goal in life is for aoe to be um in each state of america for people to understand the value of supporting and supporting youths and families where they are at also the immigrant population anybody um who comes out in any walk of life, AOE would like to support you. So I think we, um, the journey will continue. And once I master the 50 states, and then I'm taking AOE to America, um, to back home to West Africa, to where um, we're trying to create a pen pal that we can have people communicating and doing the work. 
I love it. I love it. Now, I know one of the things you said to me in our prior conversations, when you talk about what AOE is trying to do, you said you're bringing voices to the voiceless. So right now you have people in the community that don't feel heard, correct? Yes. They don't feel yes. like people hear them. They feel maybe less, like less valuable in the community. Let's also project for them. This is, we're going into the holidays. We're going into a new year. What do you want your people to feel? Let's paint a picture for them. I want to be on the EAOE because being a part of this is I'm going to be heard. Give us a list. Like, Go ahead and kind of talk to people of what they're going to actually feel. If you're a part of AOE, you already belong. Because AOE is all about family, love, compassion. Nobody will judge you. Even if you come with no degree, you're welcome to come and join us. And that's what AOE is all about. Um, we we build youths. I love working with youths, and I love working with families um, to reach them where they are. AOE is an organization that's um, gonna be like no other organization because we don't judge people. We bring people in to empower and to give them the support they need. And that's why I wanted Trista to be on, but I don't know. I don't think she's on. So, like I said, she came on earlier on, but mm-hmm. she's not on now. We would see her pop up, like we we have the the stream yard up. So, if you want to uh, text her, we got about uh, five or seven, six more minutes to see if we can get her on. But in the meantime, I'm gonna keep talking to you because the other thing uh-huh. I want to talk to you about, Adam. You know, <laughs> I think I said, you know, I I love you. Like I love the fact that you are a woman on a mission. Looks like Trista just jumped back on. Just as soon as you stabilize your camera, we'll bring you on. Looks like you're moving. So um, we love you because you're a woman on a mission. You've decided you pour your heart out to help others. You also have a team in place who are amazing. Tell us about Trista. Looks like she's about to get herself together. Introduce Trista for her. Who is she and how is she a part of your team? Trista is just a, a fresh of Bali. I think the first time I met her, she was um, she has been going through things, but we connected and we started talking about AOE. And I think we grew each other and she's the one that helps with my calendar to keep me, keep me going, take notes at meeting. And I just love her, but I don't want to talk about her story. Trista, you go on and talk about yourself. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Trista. <laughs> how are you? So glad to have you with us today. Tell us who you are, Trista. And tell us, what do you, what can you tell us about AOE and why you're involved? Um, well, why don't, I, why don't I start by just kind of telling you guys a little bit about myself. Please. Um, I come from a mixed family. I was adopted um so i didn't really meet a lot of that family until i was older um but i i dealt with my sister going through a lot of stuff being a a mixed student with mostly white family um i saw a lot of struggles i i went through a lot of struggles myself actually i ended up in prison um a few years ago and when i got out it was shortly after that that i actually met adam and i was trying to find housing. I was trying to find stable work. I was trying to get my son back. I, I, there was just so much and it, it just, it was such an uphill battle. Um, and of course, Adam was so encouraging and wonderful. And then I, I was finally able to get a place. I got my son home. I got my life stable. And then I ran into Adam again 
and she told me about AOE and I saw it as a perfect opportunity to be able to help others that have been struggling or help others that have, you know, predetermined like opinions made about them. Um, and just, you know, I just want to help people. I just, I just want every kid to know that they deserve every opportunity and that they are worthy. And AOE is just a wonderful opportunity for me to be able to use my story and encourage people and lift them up. And that's, that's really all I want to do with myself. Trista, so. you are so beautiful. I can hear the sincerity in your voice. Look at Adam smiling. Adam, what are you thinking right now? You're like, yep, that's my Trista. <laughs> You know, like I said always, um, everybody comes from each walk of life. But if they want to change, AOE is here to help you. We don't judge anybody. You've come into AOE, you are family. We are one. And um, my team is amazing. Um, my I have a researcher, a data analyst. Trista works with me closely. I have Karen, my program director. And then I'm working with two amazing youth. Um, leaders. One is Ramo and one is Johanna. And um, we are learning as we are going, but we are empowering and people are so excited to be part okay. of it. We have a focus group yesterday and on the 11 at 10 a.m. If anyone can join us, we're going to have um, another focus group based on culturally and irrelevant, how we can lead with cultures because we came from, I'm an immigrant, my kids are born here. But how do we mix them in those cultures to have them sense of belonging and to know that there is someone there who, who got their back? Mm, I love it. Oh, my goodness. Trista, I'm going to come back to you. Thank you for that, Adam. Uh, can you repeat the date and the time of that event you just said, just to make sure? I know we typically want these to be out there whenever, but we, we want to give people. What was the date and the time again? Oct October 11. Wait a minute. Today's um, December. So i sorry. December. <laughs> Just say it. December, de de December, December 11. Okay. And it's, it's going to be on Zoom. It's at 10 a.m. And anyone who wants to register can go to www.africansontheeastside at gmail.com. And anything you need is there to register and also to be part okay, of. Okay, so she just. Let's have the conversation. She just combined two things. I heard you say www.something-something-at-gmail.com. So I'm, I'm going to break it down. I think it's www.africansontheeastside.com. Yes. And then there's a Gmail account separately. Is that right? No. So what's your website? Trista, go ahead. Um, is, I'm not. So I think there's Africans. W sorry, go ahead. It's Africans. If you want to find it too, you can go to Google and just type. Africans on the east side, and then you will find us there. Perfect. So I think the email address was Africans on the east side at gmail.com. Yes, that's an email yes. address. So there's no www needed for the email part, just so people are clear. You can email Africans on the east side at gmail.com. Is that right? Yes. Okay, perfect. And then there may be a, a website as well. Just just Google Africans on the east side and, and you'll find them. Love it. Krista. Trista, sorry. It's Trista, right? T-R-I-S-T-I-A. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Trista, I wanted you to tell us, you know, part, part of what Adam just said is that you belong. Africans on the east side, make sure people belong. You're immediately family. I felt that from her as well. So what we do as family here on Bigger Than Me, that's where the connection is, right? Bigger Than Me with AOE is because 
she wants to elevate voices. And I want to elevate your voice right now. Can you tell people, if you were talking to your son and he watches this 15 years from now and he wants to hear his mom say, what did she do to be successful? Like you just said you were you 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 got into some trouble, you know, but now you got your son back, you got a house. So like if you had to identify one thing that you could go back and talk to your 16-year-old self about and say, "Hey, this is what I would recommend for you to be successful, Trista." You're talking to yourself or you're talking to your son. What is that one piece of advice or success strategy that you would share with your son, your younger self, the people who are listening? I think the most important thing is <clears throat> We all make mistakes. Mm. I mean, that's just part of life. That's that's how we can correct it, and that's how we can grow. Um, even when I was, even when I was a drug addict on the streets with nothing, I I went through the hard times, but I took lessons from it. I made sure that nothing was. In- took notes of what I learned. I took notes of how I felt. I took notes of how other people responded or how they felt so that when I did get my my stuff together, um, I could use that to help others. I, I have this philosophy where I don't regret anything as long as you learn from it or you use it to help someone else. It wasn't a mistake. Oh, uh-huh. yes, yes. What you got to say, Adam? You're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> what that's, you gotta say <laughs> that's my girl she's just um she's just amazing with everything else that she goes through in life and to be part of aoe sometimes she follows me when we go drop food to the homeless shelters um she collects blankets and take them take it to the homeless shelter we know that we're doing the right thing. I love it. So, ladies, I cannot believe I, we got one minute left. Any 30 seconds left, Nathan said. Any final words you want to share, uh, Adam? I'm giving them all to you. Mr. just share one. Any final words? I just want to say that AOE is a family. And when I when I became part of it, um, I didn't have a sense of culture. I didn't have a sense of self, really. And I was immediately brought into the fold and lifted up and had arms around me. And it was just, it was a wonderful experience. And I'm really grateful and honored that I get to be a part of it. I love it. All right. Nathan just gave me the wrap up thing. We'll see you guys soon. This is Tracy Around. Bigger than me. Together. It's not bigger than us. We got this. Yeah.